0: 70 percent. That number is the December 2020 decline in scheduled long-haul airline flights, according to a report this week by The Wall Street Journal. So in a world where people travel much less due to the pandemic, are those airline reward miles still relevant? The answer is emphatically yes, but not for the reasons that you might think. In this edition of Fintech Friday, airline loyalty miles still very relevant. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on December 11th, and this is Fintech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. It is by now very well known that airlines and hotels were dealt a very bad hand by the global pandemic. Very few people want to fly because of the perceived health risks, and many corporations have completely restricted their employees from traveling for business at all. A casual observer of the travel industry might come to the mistaken conclusion that airline rewards programs are struggling too. In fact, that is not true. Many global airlines like United and American have recognized that their airline rewards programs are among their most valuable assets, especially now during the pandemic. So why is that? It's because at a time when much of commerce has moved online to e-commerce, there are very few assets that are more valuable than an up-to-date loyalty database that a company can use to contact prospective customers. And that is what airline rewards programs actually are. They're a really sophisticated loyalty database. Let me explain. See, every time you fly and you attach your frequent flyer program number to an airline reservation, the airline learns a lot about you. They have your name, your address. They know where you like to travel for business. They know where you like to travel for pleasure how many people are in your family unit, how wealthy you are, the company you work for, and maybe even your favorite adult beverage on the flight. And the value of that database does not go down in value just because you stopped traveling. Instead, it may actually go up in value, as that database can now be used to drive all sorts of new buying, like providing you a new service to replace all that time you used to spend traveling. For example, a new TV or an Apple TV subscription. Maybe you'll use it to watch all your favorite travel shows because you miss it so much. So these loyalty programs remain very, very valuable. Today on the show, we speak with Air Miles, arguably one of the most successful travel loyalty programs on earth. Based in Canada, Air Miles has over 11 million consumers on its platform. Just to put that big number in context, the adult population of Canada is about 35 million people. So basically one out of every three Canadians has an air miles account. And because of its unparalleled reach to consumers, most major retails in Canada allow consumers to redeem air miles at their stores. For example, if you live in the Canadian province of British Columbia, you can walk into stores as varied as Staples or Safeway or Shell and use your air miles to purchase goods or services. Laura Weiss is the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships at Loyalty One Air Miles, and we speak with her about how air miles are still very relevant and innovating right through the pandemic. Good morning, Laura, how are you? I'm great, thank you, how are you? Good, and where are you in the big wide world today?
1: I am sitting in the lovely city of Toronto, which is quite rainy and quite chilly and we might get snow tomorrow.
0: Okay, well, it's wintertime in Toronto and maybe rain is a little bit better than snow depending on how you look at it, but it's a real pleasure to speak with you. One of the really big lessons of 2020 for merchants has been if you're not digital, you're dead, basically. You've gotta have some sort of digital offering in a world where you know your storefront could be shut down in a moment's notice due to a lockdown order. So what are some of the ways Air Miles is helping merchants increase digital loyalty and digital engagement?
1: I think where we've really stepped up is in our app space. I think we have spent a lot of time making sure that we're able to showcase our partners, the number of offers our partners have, and really having a one point for our collectors to visit to understand where they can get value out of our program and where they can get value from our partners. And so our app, we've really seen a lot of incremental engagement in that space and and showcasing the offers and value back to the collector. As far as other opportunities and innovation in the space, we really are trying to understand how can we provide some more of that frictionless, seamless commerce back to our current partners. And how we do that either through things like card linked offers, et cetera, is going to be the way of some of the 2021 future plans, because I think we need to figure out more ways to give value back to our current partners in that digital commerce space where we haven't necessarily played before.
0: Laura, you are the vice president of strategic partnerships for Loyalty One. And Loyalty One actually owns Air Miles, which is the leading loyalty company in Canada. Can you tell me a little bit more about the history of Air Miles and what you guys do for consumers and merchants?
1: Sure. Air Miles is the largest coalition loyalty program in Canada, meaning we have the most partners in our coalition. And the premise of Air Miles actually started with a couple guys who decided that they thought it would be a really great opportunity to have people earn points or miles based off of their everyday shopping, as opposed to it just being a part of a travel platform. So really the idea and the impetus around it was to make sure that we were trying to reward Canadians for stuff that they were doing anyway. And that's how the coalition started and how they started to add partners within the high frequency space into the coalition itself. So it really is all about rewarding Canadians every day. And we are able to do that through various types of partnerships and promotions that we run with our coalition partners.
0: And you mentioned that you're the biggest loyalty coalition in the U.S., in Texas. You know, they say everything is big in Texas, but that's also the case in Canada. Canada is one of the biggest countries in the world by landmass. And it's also a country where air travel is really essential because everything is so big and spread out. But like most countries, the pandemic has really had an impact on air travel. How has the whole disruption in air travel changed the way consumers interact with with air miles?
1: Yes, definitely travel has had a, a huge impact across the world and air miles specifically because we are seen as a sort of first and foremost a travel loyalty program. I think the beautiful part about air miles is that there are two different ways that you can use your miles, or actually more than two. The way it works today is there's a way for you to collect what we call dream miles, which you can use for merchandise and travel. And then there's another area which we call our cash miles, which people can use as cash back when they shop at our coalition partners. And what we've seen since COVID has taken over some of the world is that our collectors are able to use their miles in different ways outside of travel. And that's been really essential for them to either be able to save money on gas and grocery, which is critical at this time for many, many families, as well as leveraging our merchandise catalog for things like tablets and computers, where a lot of people were needing to get those essentials when they were thinking about working
0: from home. That's really, really cool. So enabling consumers to use their miles in a different way than perhaps they would have as recently as a year ago, because again, they're home and they might want to do things like buy a subscription to Apple TV or Disney Plus or Hulu. Really great new ways to use your miles. Now, interestingly, Air Miles has always been known as an innovator in Canada, and just how you described the founding of the company is just an example of that. As you look forward into 2021, what are some of the key new innovations that are gonna change how we all engage with loyalty programs and also loyalty coalition programs?
1: I think what's really critical is thinking about how to offer a different type of opportunity for different sizes of businesses. So what we're trying to do is provide value back to some of those smaller businesses to make sure that they can maintain their space in the Canadian retail space, which is really critical when you think about shopping local. Bit of a spoiler, we are doing some work with Shopify right now, which we're really excited about because it does help to get to some of those smaller merchants. I think the other really critical piece is continuing to provide the types of rewards that are. going to help Canadians moving into next year as well. And that is not only giving them more choice and expanding what those rewards are, but giving them other ways to leverage their miles and use their miles to help their grocery bills and or things like we've opened up some what we call e-vouchers, which allow people to use their miles towards DoorDash and Uber Eats, etc. So it's a way for them to actually use their miles towards spend in those areas, which are, are highly coveted spends right now when you think about where people are spending their money.
0: Now there's a really interesting development that we're seeing in the industry which is around this exchange of value. You know, historically consumers have had their data shared and that value of the data shared really without consumers fully knowing it. You know, you think of ad models like Google or Facebook where the core product to the consumer is provided for free, but then actually the consumer ends up being the product. But loyalty companies think about it actually very differently and increasing it is very focused on making sure that data is well handled and managed in a way that is consistent with privacy laws And I think it's not well known, but Canada has been way ahead of other markets when it comes to good data privacy laws. And in many ways, the U.S. is actually just catching up now. Do you see in 2021 any significant changes in how data privacy will work in loyalty programs and in digital advertising? And I'd love to get your perspective both for the Canadian market, but other major markets like the U.S. and and Europe and maybe even Asia.
1: Yeah, and that's a huge area that is a big focus for air miles and has been for over 25 years. Data privacy and governance is critical to our business, and that is not only for the protection of our consumers and the collectors that participate in air miles, but also our partners who provide us the data that comes into our system. So. The way that data and privacy policies are going to change, I think when you look at what Europe is doing, we very much followed alongside GDPR and ensuring that we are covering all of the possible nuances that will come when consumers become more aware of how the data is being used. And really their expectation is that if they are offering the data to you, you need to be offering them something in return and whether that's value within the program or value in other ways. So long gone are the days, I think, when they haven't actually read some of the privacy policies. I do feel that consumers are going to be much more aware of what their data is being used for. And they're going to ask questions and they're going to want to know what you're doing with it so that they can actually feel like they're getting value back.
0: Now, one final question. The U.S. market, your neighbors to the south, they've tried many times to launch loyalty coalition programs and none have really had the kind of success or even close to the kind of success that Air Miles has had in Canada. Why do you think that is? Why why is it that you have been so successful in Canada, but others who have tried have actually failed in, in the U.S.?
1: I think Canada's a really unique market because we have many retailers that span the whole country. And so as a country of major things like grocery, gas, pharmacy, we have national players in our market That is kind of a unique offering versus other countries. The U.S.'s retail landscape is so unique because you can have different things within each East Coast, West Coast, North, South. There isn't as much other than maybe the Walmarts and the Costcos of the world that are national, in which case they aren't looking to be part of a coalition program necessarily. They're more looking for their own proprietary. So I would say Canada is unique in that respect. And I think because we started the concept of coalition loyalty so long ago, it has become ingrained in the consumer mind as to the value they get from shopping multiple places. And I think that's been a huge benefit for air miles. Canadians have kind of grown up with the blue card and they're used to seeing the ability to get miles across multiple different purchases and, and not just in one store.
0: Really interesting. And so it comes down to, on the one hand, consumer habits and consumer education. And on the other hand, the fact that you have a lot of large national merchants. And in some respects, I think that gives us a glimpse into what's going to happen in the U.S. because unfortunately, one result of the pandemic is that there are more large national retailers that are healthy. And many of the small and medium-sized merchants have actually fallen by the wayside. So maybe that may hasten a time where there are more, you know, Sort of national loyalty coalitions. But Laura, thank you so much for sharing your insights. It was a real pleasure to speak with you and very much looking forward to some of the new product offerings that you mentioned in 2021 and, and also having you back on the show again in the future.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It was great.
0: That's Laura Weiss, Vice President of Strategic Partnerships with Loyalty One Air Miles based in Toronto, Canada. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on air miles and the value of travel. Despite the significant drop in consumer and business travel, airlines are still flying and bouncing back slowly from the pandemic. Spoiler alert here, if you have kids that listen to the podcast, Well, it turns out that Santa Claus does not have room for everybody's Christmas presents on his sleigh. So airlines increased their flights by 27% in December compared to November. This increase was mainly to accommodate more cargo, including Christmas presents, ordered via e-commerce. So here's the good news. Despite the significant negative impact many industries have suffered from the pandemic, some companies have innovated their way right through these challenges. And as we've heard on today's show, airline loyalty miles, they're one of these industries. So when the pandemic is gone, don't worry. We'll still be able to take our friends and family with us on a ticket paid for with airline miles. And that is something to look forward to in 2021. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off.